Hello, welcome to Happy Food, where it's not just about the food, it's about the soul. I'm Lizzie, I'm the host of this podcast. You can find me on Instagram at notsolazylizzie, L-I-Z-Z-I-E. Again, notsolazylizzie, L-I-Z-Z-I-E on Instagram. That is the only social media platform I am currently on in relation to this podcast. So today, we are going to be talking about five things that I personally still struggle with surrounding intuitive eating. I have been on the intuitive eating train about nine months now, nine, almost 10 months. Um, Yeah, nine months, not quite 10, nine months. Um, How many times can I say nine months in 30 seconds? A lot. Um, So I kind of sat down and I thought about uh, what, what's going well with intuitive eating and what I still struggle with. So today I'm going to talk about the things that I still struggle with and maybe I will do my successes in a future episode. Um, but honestly, let's jump right into it. Before we completely jump into the episode, I do want to add a disclaimer that there is probably going to be a little bit more background noise in this episode um, than in other episodes. I'm not recording during a quiet time in my house. I think it's quiet enough that it shouldn't be severely distracting, but if you hear background noise, kids, dogs, animals outside, so just just be aware, just a little disclaimer. All right, back to the episode. The first and probably silliest one that I, I mean, it's silly to me, but I still struggle with kind of, almost falling down rabbit holes with fad diets or I, I I have written here like believing in fad diets, but I don't really struggle with like believing in them because I don't believe in fad diets. I don't believe they work. I guess fantasizing would be a closer to accurate word. Like I will see uh, some sort of fad diet or version of a diet um, online, on YouTube, on whatever. And I will kind of get this feeling of like, well, maybe that is the thing. (laughs) Maybe that's actually the thing that might work. Maybe I actually can be like intuitive, healthy, and thin, you know, and kind of fall down this like fantasy idea of being able to force and control my body, my body shape, my body type, my weight. And you know, eventually I, I kind of mentally work through it and the reality of like, you know, if I go down that rabbit hole, if I try, you know, a gentle diet or this kind of diet or a lifestyle or whatever, um, the, the odds are I'm going to end up right back where I am being like, I think I need to eat intuitively. I think I need to commit to that and I'm not losing weight and kind of re-come to terms with all the things that I'm working on right now. Um, so that's a big struggle for me and I assume I'm not alone. I assume I'm not the only one that sits there and fantasizes about, well, maybe, maybe keto really is the thing if I try it a fourth time, you know, like maybe I just didn't do it right. Maybe I wasn't committed enough. Maybe yada, 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 fill in the blank because, you know, so-and-so is so successful on it. You know, I know people that do eat low carb and they seem happy, healthy, and successful on it. Now, their relationship with food, their story, their journey is different than mine. It's not my place or my business to project judgment on their choices. If it's working for them and they feel healthy and happy, like I don't feel like it's my place to like condemn that, if if you will. 
um, even though I wholeheartedly believe in like rejecting diet culture, I think long-term it doesn't work. Like I'm not going to sit there and say that if it's not asked of me to somebody who doesn't care. Like, and I don't think they're bad for that. I don't think they're wrong for that. I think everybody is in their own lane and, and that's okay. Um, yeah, so that is the first thing. The second thing that I still find myself periodically struggling with is obsessing about food choices. This is something I would severely struggle with. I don't struggle with it near as much as I used to. Um, but I would, especially when I would get started on a new diet, I would it would consume every single thought the type of foods I should be eating, the meals I should be eating. You know, I would fall down YouTube rabbit holes of this specific lifestyle. The two big ones are veganism and keto that I really like obsessed over, like so severely obsessed over it. Um, and with veganism, it was high carb, low fat, SOS free. SOS free means salt, oil, sugar free. Um, I was never that successful at remaining SOS free. I definitely like salt and oil. I definitely think I like really cut down on at the time, but sugar was something I've really never like cut down on too much. Um, but I would obsess and I would talk about it all of the time, all of the different type of foods we should be eating. I shouldn't be eating. I mean, my wife can, can attest. Sometimes she would even get to the point where she'd be like, Hey, like Lizzie, like you, this is all you've been talking about for three days straight now. Like it's getting obsessive. And it's something I didn't even realize I was doing until like kind of until she pointed it out. And flash forward to now, I still sometimes will, it's like when your thoughts are stuck on a loop, because it's not like I intentionally sit there obsessing over food, but sometimes my head will get stuck in like, you know, like, what are you going to eat today? Like, are you going to eat like healthier foods? Are you going to eat like less healthy foods? Like, what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do? Because like the reality is, is as I consume foods that like I know when eaten in excess, like are not going to lead to weight loss, like my brain still has to come to terms with that and be like, that's okay. Like weight loss isn't the goal here. I am not put on this earth to live and die by the scale and, and we need to be okay with that. But it, it's not nearly as big of a struggle as it used to be, but it's there and it happens and I need to acknowledge that so that I can move through it and let go of those obsessive thoughts and continue to heal and mend and grow my relationship with food and my relationship with myself. If you can hear any noise in the background, there are like my neighbor's dogs like barking up a storm outside. Um, there's a lot of like turkeys where I live and stuff and the dogs around here just go berserk. Um, okay, the third thing that I still struggle with, and again, like I kind of have a hard time expressing these things that I still struggle with because there's some really big pieces of like diet culture that has been ingrained in me throughout my lifetime. And these are these struggles are significantly less than what they used to be, but I still want to acknowledge that they're there and that they do exist. And and again, like, I just want someone else to feel less alone, that if they're committed to this intuitive eating journey, that, that it's okay to still struggle. Even nine months in, even 10 years in, it's okay to still struggle and 
like have to work through stuff. So anyway, I digress. Uh, the third thing is I still sometimes, and this is like super rare now, I would say, and which I'm so happy about is I will get this like ping of guilt when I'm eating a food that was like formerly like on the no, no list, like the do not consume bad, never no resist it. Um, generally all of those foods, not all, but a lot of them contain chocolate. Um, and I love chocolate and I feel so happy with the work that I've done that this like ping of guilt, if you will, is so rare. It really, I mean, trying to think of like the last time I kind of felt any sort of guilt, probably a couple weeks ago. I don't know, but I bring it up to say, this like sucks when I feel guilt about food. It's like really triggering and I really hate it because I don't think that like you should feel guilty for the foods that you're consuming. And I believe that wholeheartedly and I, I work towards that goal. And when it does happen, it sucks. And I have to talk myself through it of like, okay, like let's acknowledge, like I'm feeling this guilt right now. Why am I feeling it? And I'm going to explain to myself logically like why that doesn't make sense and why I don't need to be feeling that guilt, but acknowledge its presence because pretending it's not there doesn't make it go away. Please stop barking. Thank you. Not acknowledging it doesn't make it go away. It doesn't make it stop. So you have to like put it basically like put it to rest, put it to peace, give it peace and say, okay, I I acknowledge I'm feeling this and now we're going to move on. And I know that I don't need to feel guilty. So let's move forward and I can eat freely and I can eat what I want to eat. Not a big deal. Um, And I know I'm not alone in that. I know I'm not the only one who feels that sort of guilt. The fourth thing that I still struggle with, not so much, I would say in the last two months, I would say the last Two months, month, month and a half, it's not bothered me so much. But the number on the scale equaling some sort of moral value or worth about myself, whether the number be higher or lower, it, you know, it's, it's all relative. Like, it doesn't matter. Um, and I think I'm much more in that place now of, like, the number on the scale does not mean anything about who I am as a person how hard I work in life, my successes or my failures, like it just is. It's just a piece of information. Um, But I have, especially earlier on in intuitive eating, kind of my journey, I I watched the scale go up. I've gained weight since starting on intuitive eating and uh, please don't bark. And that was really tough to come to terms with of like I'm watching this number go up and And what does that mean, right? Like, I feel like I've been kind of indoctrinated my whole lifetime about the number on the scale equaling something or like signifying whether I'm a good person or a bad person or a person of discipline or not. And I think that's what the big, like what it really comes down to for me is in the past, I have associated a higher number with less discipline, less um, motivation, less ability to like conquer the world basically. And that's just not true and that's not fair and that is not healthy and like that is not 
a mindset that I want to have and that I that I want like I wouldn't want my kids to think that and so I've luckily been able to move more to a place of really letting go of the number on the scale and and honestly not weighing myself um and you, and you can refuse to be weighed at the doctor from what I understand I mean you're a person of autonomy you decide what happens to you um I don't refuse at the doctor currently that might change but I just don't really look and and sometimes I, I do look and I go, okay, because for me, it's kind of in, like, it's also important to not be afraid of that number, to really like allow that number to just exist as what it is and not give it power, to not give it power over you um, or over me. I can, I can only speak for myself, but sometimes it's still really hard kind of knowing in my head, okay, what, what that number is and kind of detaching value from it. Just like, you know, you learn to detach value and, and morality from food, like an apple, eating an apple does not make you a better person because it's considered more nutritionally dense. Like there's no morality in it. It just is what it is. Um, but that, that's something that's a struggle and took a lot of time to really resist and push against this narrative of the number on the scale having real and true value in your character and who you are that somehow you're a bad person if you're gaining weight or the number on the scale isn't what you think it should be and that's it's just a journey okay my fifth and final thing that i struggle with and i actually it's funny i'm saying it last because it is like the thing that's the hardest for me still to this day that i like really struggle with um but i wrote it first in my notes so i kind of went backwards in my notes a little bit and I just think that's funny because I wrote it down first because I struggle with it the most but I kind of wanted to to save it for last save the save the nitty-gritty the juicy juice stuff for that was so stupid <laughs> for the end okay the fifth and final thing that I still like really struggle with is being like how do I say it allowing myself to leave food on my plate uneaten so I have this like thing and I'm sure it's due to my childhood um, through no fault of like my parents. They just did their best and, and that's kind of what was of the times to my understanding is like you clean your plate. You eat what's on your plate or like especially my favorite foods. It's like I think it also ties into like in the past restricting those foods that, that really were my favorites. So I think there's a couple things going on here. In one respect, it's that I kind of been taught that we don't waste food. Uh, we don't throw food away if we can help it. And we we eat what, what the portion we're given. Um, and the other thing kind of going on is that my body, especially with some foods, um, it doesn't know when it's going to get it next. And I, I feel like my body gets worried of like, oh my God, like she's finally giving us pizza. We should probably eat all of it because what if she doesn't give us pizza again for months and months and months? Like, what are we going to do? So that's something I struggle with. <laughs> um, and kind of what I've had to do is, first of all, be really mindful of the portions that I'm putting on my own plate and kind of learn that like, I have been a person in my lifetime that can consume large amounts of food at one time, like large volumes, like I can eat. Um, but honestly, as I've kind of gone through this intuitive eating journey, 
I have noticed that I, I don't consume quite as big of volumes of things anymore. Um, and, and I go through phases. There will be three, four days when I feel like, wow, I'm, I'm like really hungry. I'm, I'm really eating a lot. I eat throughout the whole day. And then there are other times when I just really don't feel hungry. And I'm, I'm not going to eat if I don't feel hungry personally. Um, I eat every day. It's not like I go days without eating. I, I do think it's important to, to eat every day. Um, but I just have kind of been able to get better about trusting myself and, and know that like, you know, I don't need to start with like six pieces of pizza. And I hate even like giving a quantity amount because I feel like that's can maybe, I don't know, if someone's listening and like their normal amount of pizza that they would eat is let's say like six slices, whereas for me that, that would feel like a lot. I don't want to tell you that like your normal's too much or it's a lot. So I, I hesitate to kind of give an amount, but I'm going to just for my own personal, I guess, antidote of for me, I can eat six pieces of pizza, um, but it's not really a comfortable amount of pizza to eat. So instead of putting six pieces, just starting with two and knowing that I can always go back for more. And this is what I tell one of my kids constantly who kind of is still navigating, figuring out the right portions is start with, start with one. Let's start with one piece. And if you want more, you can have as much as you want but we're gonna start with a little bit on your plate and then we're gonna go back for more if we want it. And for me, this like helps obviously like th food not being thrown away, but for me personally, it helps with this like dilemma of like, there's six pieces of pizza on my plate or like I ate three and I'm so full, but there's three more here and I don't know what to do and I feel like I have to eat them and they're right in front of me and it's like a habit. So to cut down on that and to like free myself of that anxiety, to just start with less on my plate because odds are like I do fill up and then I think about, okay, do I really wanna get up and get more? Am I still hungry? And if I am, I eat more. I just eat until I'm done. But leaving that food on my plate or like scooping it into the trash or like stopping when I'm genuinely full, like respecting, respecting and honoring my fullness and my hunger takes concentrated effort. Um, and I think that's normal and I think that's okay. And I, again, think I'm probably not alone. Um, and that's another reason why I really push myself not to force my kids to finish what's on their plate. Because again, that's me interfering with their natural abilities to decide whether they're hungry or whether they're full. And I, I don't wanna disrupt that process. Like my process was disrupted and the way that I continually disrupt my own process when I'm really not in tune to my hunger and my fullness. And that's why it's important to, to, to have those conversations with yourself, to tune in and to think about, what do I still struggle with? What am I struggling with? What am I having a hard time with right now? Um, because even for me, just making this list and, you know, I would say the first three came really easy to me. And I just like picked like, ah, you know, I'm gonna do like five things I struggle with. So I wrote down one, two, three, four, five, and one, two, and three, they came in really easily. But my last two, I really had to think about what are some things that I struggle with? And it was so good for me to check in and have that personal inventory and talk about it here and kind of get these things out. Cause I kind of feel like a, like a little bit of a weight has been like lifted off of my chest. Like I'm a little bit freer. I've kind of addressed some stuff. I've kind of addressed 
how I'm going to address the stuff I'm addressing and I feel good. So maybe that's a tidbit you can take of like, check in with yourself, see how you're doing, see where you're struggling and see if there's anything that you can do to help yourself not struggle as much. And, you know, I think that's really important. I have uh, like memory issues in different ways. And instead of the like trying to fix those issues that can't like be fixed. It's for me about working around them. Like, so I leave sticky notes for myself or I put reminders in my phone. So that way I'm helping myself be more successful. And I think that translates over into like anti-diet culture, rejecting the diet mentality, engaging in intuitive eating, I think a part of that is helping yourself out when you can see deficits. If I have a hard time throwing away extra food on my plate, well, I need to try and help myself by not putting extra food on my plate if I can help it. And and, and there's several other things that you can do. If throw away your scale. If you obsess over the number over on the scale, I think there's kind of two paths. Throw it away and don't weigh yourself. Or, and again, I'm not a medical professional, I'm not a registered dietitian, I am not anybody who has any qualifications to give advice. I'm a human being talking about my personal antidotes and journey. So take that with what you will, do your own research. Of like, for me, with the scale, there was a period of time where I did need to weigh myself because I needed to look at that number and go, okay, that's reality and we're not gonna give it power anymore. We're not gonna be afraid of this. And then I was able to just let it go. And now I don't feel like I need to step on the scale. I could throw my scale away and it doesn't really matter. And that's kind of the end of it. So, whew, okay, that was so much. That felt so long-winded there at the end. But I think that about sums it up. I think that's kind of all I want to say about what I'm struggling with right now. And I hope you know that if you're struggling, that it's okay to struggle. It's okay to feel unsure and to feel like you don't know what you're doing and to just keep trying and please be happy be free love yourself talk to yourself work on your relationship with yourself thank you so much for tuning in today i really appreciate it and i absolutely love doing this i love being able to chat with myself for a little while and hopefully it can make one person feel less alone in this big world Um, have a great day see you next time bye bye